and welcome to the Trinity Table Podcast, a podcast about faithfulness and fellowship within God's beloved community. I am Lydia Tatum, Associate Pastor for Ministry and Missions at Trinity Baptist Church in Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm so glad that you've joined us today as we begin our new Joy series. Over the next eight weeks, we will be discussing joy in community, suffering, humility, grace, the journey, God's peace, excellence, and contentment as we look closely together at the Apostle Paul's letter to the Christian community at Philippi. We invite you each week to open your Bible, meditate on these scriptures, and be encouraged by our conversation. Our senior pastor, Dr. Jeff Roberts, is preaching this series every Sunday morning, April 11th, throughout May 30th. So join us in worship at tbcraleigh.com or right here at 4815 Six Forks Road here in Raleigh. You may also join us on Wednesdays during this series in Bible study at 11 a.m. or 6.30 p.m. in person or via Zoom. And as always, you can contact our church for more information. Let us begin with this reading from Philippians chapter 1, verses 1 through 11. Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all the saints in Christ Jesus at Philippi, together with the overseers and deacons, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of our partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you since I have you in my heart. For whether I am in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless until the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Christ Jesus to the glory and praise of God. Here we have Paul, a man transformed by the presence of Christ and empowered by the gift of God's Holy Spirit writing to a community whom he dearly loves and for whom he deeply longs. Paul has traveled throughout the Roman Empire preaching the good news of God's love through Jesus and planting the seeds of the church all along the way. He has trusted God's good work and has chosen always to take the next right step in following God's lead in his life and ministry. He has endured severe beatings and persecution He has fought mightily for what he believed was truly God's mission and concern, seeking to include Gentiles along with the Jews in the way of Jesus. Paul has learned to humbly receive hospitality and to shake the dust from his feet when met with inhospitable hearts. And even here in Philippi, Paul has endured great trial and triumph as we read in Acts 16 and this letter written to the church. In all of this, we learn from Paul that life, relationships, and Christian community will not always seem perfect or feel good 
However, there is joy to be found when those who are bound together in Christian love share in God's grace, encourage in one another depth of faith, and spur one another on towards God's holy relationships and righteousness. The Philippians were a church in the fullest sense, giving, receiving, praying, ministering, evangelizing, and worshiping. Paul rejoiced over them because they cooperated with one another in God's good work of doing life together and bearing witness to God's love and intention for the world. Paul was endeared to them, writing from what we may consider to have been house arrest in Rome, to make sure that they knew the confidence he had in them, in God's work in their lives, and God's plan to work it all to completion. But he also wrote in the expectation and hope that they would one day be together again because he found deep abiding joy in sharing God's unconditional love with them. As a child of the 80s, Michael J. Fox, Back to the Future, and Huey Lewis in the News still plays an almost constant role in my life. Just yesterday, my son Angus found a puffer vest in a box in our garage He insisted on wearing it, and it made me giggle every time I looked at him because he looks so much like Marty McFly. And today, as I think about this passage and as I plan what I'm going to say to you all in this devotion, you know what is playing over and over in my head, right? Of course, it's the power of love. The power of love is a curious thing, makes one man weep, make another man sing, change a hawk to a little white dove more than a feeling, that's the power of love. The lyrics go on to describe the strength and the saving power, the lack of conditions, and even the divine grace of the power of love. Yeah, you heard that right. The divine power, the divine grace of the power of love. Huey tells us, but you know what to do when it gets hold of you and with a little help from above, you feel the power of love. After over a year of isolation, you know what my children talk about missing the most? Hugging our friend, Miss Sybil, at Wednesday night supper and clearing the trays of other senior adults because they're just so nice to me, Mama. As a church, we will always find ways to worship God, and this year has taught us just what we can do when pressed but not crushed. The art of letter writing and a good long phone call has reemerged as we made sure, come what may, that no one was going to be left alone in this time, and everyone is included in our care and our concern. We've rediscovered how to build ministering and nurturing relationships with our literal neighbors in a way that plants seeds of faith, hope, and love along the way. We've adapted our ways of serving in missions, ministering in times of sickness, grief, and need, and sharing the good gifts that God has given us. You see, it's unconditional, regardless of circumstance, this agape love of God. That's the power of love. In our day and every day, we all need a reminder of God's agape, abiding unconditional love for his people. We need the reminder that yes, God loves us each individually, but God loves us as a whole. 
Archbishop Desmond Tutu would refer to God's will and intention in the creation of this world and his plan to reconcile it all to himself as God's dream. It is God's dream that we would understand that God created us by and for relationship. Relationship with himself, the triune God. Relationship with each other, all of us beloved children of God. And relationship to the whole of his creation, who in, even if we fail to praise him, will cry out in praise of the one who created it all. When we enter into this relationship, it must be all of this. And when we fully experience this kind of love, abounding more and more, only then will we find true, unconditional joy.